Susie Meister Butler. Ooh, that sounds like vindictive. Really? Yeah, like oh, like it, it, Susie Meister because I emphasized. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Episode six forty eight. Hello. Yes. Hello, and welcome to the show. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Susan and I were talking about how uh, we've got, uh, you know, a little glass of vino with us. I'm, yes. I'm sipping on a buttery shard, as they would say. Do you ever have a day, I doubt that you do, but it's, I just want to know. Do you ever have a day when you're like, I'm going to get crunk? Like, uh, I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to get a little I wasted. did kind of have a little bit of that feeling. Not like I wanted to like get crunk. I don't think <laughs> I say that as much as I want to say like I could I would love an afternoon buzz right now. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And here is when it is. Uh-huh. When I am strolling through a small town. Oh, yeah. And you like go antiquing or something? Yes. When I want to browse. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to not care that somebody may want to be somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I think it's like that. I have to like have just the right amount of booze to like be able to be like, I want to go in there. And the funny thing is like the partner I'm with now is like, yeah, go wherever you want. This is great. But, you know, I think partners of the past like were like, no, I don't want to go. Like, you know, so I, I have this like... I, I anticipatory anxiety. Yes. So I like have a glass of wine and then I feel like I can browse through all of the little like antique shops and like little thrift stores. Apothecaries. Yes. <gasps> Speaking of which, I went to one the other just the other day because I always love apothecaries in these little towns. They had a tea blend that was called the Brainiac Brew. Don't you know I bought the biggest bag they have of that? <laughs> You're kidding And then me. I get up to the counter and it was like a, a different price. Then it was like less. And I was like, wait, this wasn't the price. It said this. It goes 25% off for Labor Day sale. I'm like, oh and my it's God. Come on. Have you Brainiac tried it? Brew. I wonder if it's delicious. It's going to be delicious. I was going to drink it this morning, but... You know, I chose wine and said, not this mor- it's not this morning. I'm I kidding. It. I get it. I get I'm it. Kidding. Yes. I'm kidding. Yes. kidding. 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 Let me ask you this, but though, yes, about like alcohol. This it's is energetic. This has been on my mind about alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Booze. I want to know what it is. Like, why haven't they been able to make some kind of pill or something that does what alcohol does? Mm. Because even when you're on antidepressants or whatever you can be on, there's it's not the same. Wow, that's an interesting question. So it's just the like even like al- if you're on ethyl alcohol that yeah. that does it. It's just, and I think that only comes in a liquid form. <laughs> uh, but like, why can't they make it so that why can't they make a medicine right. do it does that 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 apply that Well, I think a lot of what quote unquote that is are the side effects, like the symptoms or like the, yeah, like the side effects of the alcohol. So I think you'd have to like whatever it does to the brain. Why can't we make a medicine that does that for people? Cause it really is like, it solves a lot of problems, but then, you know, I think the problems are like, but it doesn't really, I think it just makes you think that it does. Well, that's fine, but I'm saying, yeah. why can't they make a medicine that makes me think that? But I almost think that like that is like the, it's like disin, like 
inhibition of like the prefrontal lobe or something yeah, like that. Yeah, make something that does that. <laughs> yeah. I'm That's just curious because like they've so made She's inventing these... <laughs> a new antidepressant. Well, because, you know, you, even if you take a Xanax, you know, which can be a similar result, yeah. it is yeah. not the same. No. It just chills you out. It doesn't give you that sense of like joy. Does wine give you that sense of joy? Yes. I, okay. See, this is what I think it is. This is, I think what's giving you that uh-huh. are the other things that come with it. You know how we talk about like coffee? It, we, we've talked about this in the past, how it's like part of the, it's the routine. It's, it's symbolizing you waking up in the morning. Like sometimes people like have, yeah, but if I were like drinking, only quiet time. if I were drinking a non-alcoholic wine, which they do make, it would yeah. not do that. And I did that when I was pregnant a couple of times. I'm like, this is stupid. Oh, it didn't bring, yeah. 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 So the routine yeah, like the adds to it, of, of course. Yeah. But, but a pairing of both. Yeah. What the hell? I don't know what it does to my brain or other people's brains, our brains, mm-hmm. but if it came in a pill, everyone would want that shit. Would I though? I feel yeah. like the ritual of actually drinking a glass of wine is better. Yeah, well, not if you're an alcoholic, though, and like they—that's yeah, true. They need. To- <laughs> I'm just thinking of them, like to change. I wonder if they do have this, something like that. There's got to be something that. What is because the reason why? This is a good question. This is a good question. <laughs> the reason why it's so alluring and people end up getting uh, having a problem is because yeah. it so effectively solves certain kinds of um, mental health issues. Let's, temporarily let's, let's push back yeah and solves Let, well, it, it, in the mind of the user yes in the mind of the user it yes you solves feel the problem thank that, god that, yes. relief or whatever it is that you're seeking yeah. and when and then if they have to stop that's what they miss is the relief from uh-huh yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. so if you were to affect those same receptors in the brain that allowed for you to like not think or worry about that yeah. without the uh, negative effects yeah. of alcohol itself. Yeah. Wouldn't that be Yeah, because like Adam has enticing. Um, got it, ADHD, got it, got it, got it. he has dyslexia, he has stuff like that. And alcohol in his mind solves that problem mm-hmm. temporarily. Mm-hmm. But that you don't want to become reliant, or right. so he's like, if they could make something, a medicine right. that would do that right. for me, that would be so great. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Well, and that's kind of how I feel about weed too. It's like that, like before I got diagnosed with ADD, was like what slowed me down. It like provided like a. a it just it brought like you a to a normal like, level. Normal. Yeah. Right. right. It was like, oh, now I can actually sit here and watch this movie because I'm I'm chill. Like my mind isn't going a thousand miles a minute. Yeah. Now I have, you know, something else that helps b- way better without this. It's almost like you have to have the added side effects of. Yeah. That's why I think we are, we're studying the brain more and, and the effects. We're learning more about these specific receptors and these specific areas of the brain that are linked to these kind of conditions. Yeah. Whatever it may be. And with every generation of pharmaceuticals that comes out, there's like, you know, first generation antidepressants and second generation. We are narrowing in close, like more and more on the parts of the brain, the specific parts of the brain that are affected. And when you do that, 
when you when you affect a more specific region, you have less symptoms or uh, like side effects. Like side effects that are uh, undesirable. Yeah, less undesirable. Well, keep side up effects. the good work, everybody. Keep yeah. working on that for Adam and other people who think, yeah. you know, it's a shame they can't find a medicine that yeah. provides that. And it w- it is interesting to like it, it. You have to kind of tease out like when they're when you look at brain scans, like what yeah, is, what uh, is under happening? The, yes, what is happening? And like control for it is really interesting, and it's why like researching the effects on the brain is so val on, on whatever we're doing is so valuable. Yeah. Well, and well, you know what? Well, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Just, yeah no. Go ahead. Going, going. You know how there are pharmaceutical companies that have taken elements of like the cannabinoid like plant like thc and things like that yeah. and they've like turned it into a pharmaceutical mm-hmm. and that we do that with cocaine we do that with different like yeah substances like they manipulate that they it. all kind of mm-hmm. have these uh, like pharmaceutical or, or like these benefits yeah in a way yeah that is weird that you don't have that with alcohol i know so that is an interesting question. And do we is my question. Maybe that I'm just thinking of it in a different way. And maybe we do. And somebody who knows way, we'll have to do this on things we got wrong. That's well, and you know, yeah, because you know how like pills. alcohol affects people differently. So some people get angry, some people get happy, some people, whatever. Yeah. So maybe it is a thing where it just totally depends on the person. It's yeah. more. And maybe it's like all regions of the brain are affected. So you can't narrow it in. It and depends just, on your baseline and your, uh-huh. yeah, something. Anyway, Interesting. now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, but I mean, regardless, what everybody should do is find a therapist instead of relying on absolutely you know, external They can stuff. help you with some of those symptoms uh, a little <laughs> bit more than the booze can. Yeah. So the, then we work internally. <laughs> yes. Rather than the real externally. Problem. Right. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Which, you know, we all need to do regardless of your station in life or what you feel like you got going on. Everybody struggles. Even under the best circumstances, life is hard. So yep. therapy can help you cope. It can give you tools on dealing with life's shenanigans. Yes. And uh, BetterHelp is an option if you're interested in finding a therapist um, and using an online option. So it's accessible from all of your devices and you don't have to go anywhere. So that might appeal to you and you can get a therapist. um, You can get matched after filling out a survey on like what you're looking for and what would be helpful to you. And you can switch anytime if your needs change or if you want a better match. Um, but when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash brain candy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. I love talking to somebody about my problems. Um, <laughs> Other than Susie. Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel bad because like a lot of the things that I wanted to bring up today are like, I need to ask Sarah about this. So I, I hate putting you on the spot, but you're such oh, I a... love this. Okay. Well, you're a valuable So much resource. so I started an entire podcast <laughs> spinoff about Yes. And don't you forget to check it out. out, you guys. This changes everything with Sarah That's Rice right. and Jeff Gunther, Therapy Jeff. He's Therapy. so awesome. What yes. a great dynamic duo you guys are. Well, thank 
웃겼어요. Holy heck. I, but I'm thinking like that's just your thing. Like I always hate when people think they have chemistry with me. I'm like, we don't have chemistry. I'm just charismatic. No, <laughs> Jeff is kind of like you. Yeah, we're, it's it's a good patch. Like everybody's wonderful. That all all parts. Well, so, I don't I'm know. here to answer every and all uh, uh, therapy related question with my limited knowledge, but okay, sort of experience. I'm sure you didn't watch this yet, and I probably would tell you not to. Um, oh, what? But what? that Army Hammer docu series is absolutely. <gasps> no, I want to see it. All right. Well, you should because it's great, but you shouldn't because, like, there is a little bit of, like, the stuff that triggers you. Yeah. So just weigh that. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, ready. But it was, I mean, so compelling. It's called House of Hammer. It's on Discovery+. Plus. Um, It's three parts. I mean, we knew most of it in terms of army, from the news, you know, in the release or the leaked like DMs that he was sending to people and all the yeah. weird like cannibal. Can you give me? Yeah, there was. I was like, can you? Because okay. it almost seems it's one of those stories that's so bizarre. Yes. And also, I think paired with a name that's so interesting <laughs> yes. makes me feel in a weird way that this was some surreal dream. I yes, totally. That I'm like, and I feel like when all this came out was. Like during a crazy time, weren't was yes, this like mid pandemic and like yeah. this? Okay, so this was already. I was like, how much of this did I dream <laughs> because it's so fucked up, and how much of this is real? So if we can get okay. a little refresher ref- course on like what actually happened, yeah. or you know, quote unquote, whatever they have you have to legally say. You are right about yeah. that because it really is like that. The refresher is that Army Hammer is. Uh, a, a successful actor, um, but he also comes from, uh, he's an heir to the, I mean, his grandfather was named Armand Hammer, and we went to, <laughs> we did talk about this, okay. And that's Army's real name is Armand Hammer, spelled just like Armand Hammer, Armand Hammer. and oh his uh, grand great-grandfather this was, great-grandfather, got rich through a petroleum company called Occidental. But then after that, that's when I think he tried to buy the Arm Arm & Hammer company, which was unrelated to him. It's not like he started. Which is crazy. Yeah. So that feels super narcissistic. And like, there's something like real weird there. Well, the reason he was named Arm & Hammer was after in Russia, that symbol of the arm holding the hammer so his last name was Hammer, and his dad named him Armand to to signify the arm and hammer of the Russian communist whatever. So, anywho, he, Army Hammer is the heir to this fortune of this family that is now we know from the documentary made up of like a long line of fucking sociopath cuckoo birds. Allegedly. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> and, oh, my God. Okay, so then oh, he got into hot this. water because he was a married man with two kids, and he had been basically living a double life. Like, he was meeting these women and wooing them, love-bombing them, as they say, with, like, you're mm-hmm. the reason for my being. You're the most incredible human being on the face of the earth. And then once they were sort of hook, line, and sinkered, then he would be like, oh, by the way, I'm going to tie you up and 
you know, do terrible things to you and there's like nothing you can do about it under the guise of BDSM, yeah. which everyone that's mm-hmm. in BDSM knows that right. like consent and yes. safety are like supposed to be very Big. important. Yep. The most important. Um, and then he, oh, a woman reported him for, you know, filed a police report for rape. She said he raped her for four hours. <gasps> And, you know, you can see in the docuseries the text where he'd say, like, yeah, you crying and screaming and crawling away, that really turned me on. Like, he... Oh, my God, he's a monster. He's a monster. And he's obsessed with, like, cannibalism and wanting to, like, get your meat and, like, roast... Okay, okay. He's a... a, Okay. Basically, like, a murderer who hasn't murdered. Right, right. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, God, in a physical sense, but to do that to a woman, you've pretty much killed yeah. all other parts of her. Yes. And so anyway, those things came out and then like he did the thing that celebrities do where they go to, they go to rehab and they like pretend like, oh, I, you yeah, know, I'm sorry, working on myself not- or whatever. Um, but anyway, so they go through all the generations and say all the absolute bananas things that this family has done. From, like, murder to, um, like, political uh, bribes and buying people off. The one guy was involved in the Watergate thing and all kinds of craziness. And um, so, like, my question for you is, and I know I've asked you this before because I talk to so many criminals. Like, do you understand, like, sociopathy and to the degree to which it is genetic and inborn versus like, is it the thing where like you, you probably have a genetic de- predisposition mm-hmm. and then if like you mm-hmm. experience trauma, it can be mm-hmm. ignited or triggered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like the circuitry, I've always explained yeah. it as with the light bulb Yeah. where you have to have the socket, the electric, the electricity, the uh, uh, light bulb in the light socket. Yeah. You have to have it wired right and you have to have something come along and flip the switch. Someone come along and flip the switch. Right. That any one of those things missing makes it so that doesn't happen. But And then once you know. it's no longer mm. latent, once it's true that you are without a conscience, there is no turning back as far as I can tell. There's no way to rehabilitate someone without a conscience. I don't I don't I don't believe there is. You can only change the behavior, not the cuz these are these are personality disorders. I know it freaks and me out, Sarah. Personality disorders aren't curable with they're not they're different than personality disorders are like situational and environmental more than they are genetic. So there can be like a combo of all those things. And this is just what, what do I know? I mean, this is like, we are learning new things about this all the time. It's still mysterious, basically. It's very mysterious. Yeah. I think it's, and it goes against our, like the thing that, that I think with this though, is the money thing Mm -hmm. because it is so, And this is making big leaps, but in the way that, like, if we take the porn industry and you look at how 
we have like we, we become like desensitized in a way, like society becomes desensitized. So things become more extreme, more extreme, and more extreme. Right. It's normalized in yeah that some that it I I can't say for sure, but there's this feeling that I have that unlimited resources and no restraints, no um yes boundaries and consequences encourage for some the pushing of those boundaries to such an extreme that like the ability to control another human becomes so it's like it reinforces yes the thing that's so unsavory and for a lot of people i think for a lot of billionaires, people in it with the amount of wealth, controlling people was often how they got that wealth. So that becomes something that is not only um, like modeled generationally, but looked to as the ideal, like that is how you achieved this status. So it's yeah. something to be desired. So controlling another person becomes... It's been reinforced. It's been reinforced, and you could turn that into something that would be easily fetishized. And and they even said there was a line in the film that said, "You can't. There is no. You can't have extreme wealth without a crime." Like, yeah, this is what I feel. Right, and then now you have that being normalized and like not normalized, reinforced, incentivized, yeah, and encouraged and and lauded. It's seen as like the goal. I would say Oprah is the exception. Um, well, you know, she's the ethical billionaire, as far as we know. Yes. Okay. Thank so, you. Yes. So, yeah. like, okay, so then it mixes with, you know, my my weirdness about sex and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. and where I get a little sex negative sometimes. Uh-huh. Okay, so the, his so his kink apparently is basically rape. Um, yeah. and it's, I think it's control. Ooh, yes. Thank you for... uh, Because that is what it all boils down to. And then when he... When he goes back and reminds them, that is a continuation of that control. Yes. Uh, Okay. That's, That's even more... Think about how... If that's what you're after, think about how much of... how how satisfying that would be is you don't even have to be near them and the things that you've done before. Now you control like their response, um, their reaction, and you're not even in the It's like the hypnotist who can say a word and make you do something. Yeah. Yeah. He feels super powerful now and it's all about power and control. And when he's going on Colbert and he was obsessed with this Japanese thing with ropes that people use as bondage. Shibari. Shibari. He was like showing, I don't think he said Shibari on there, but he was like showing how good he is with these ropes, but he's doing it really terrible for the kink community. Yeah. Because I kept thinking of you and being like, I'm not okay with this, Sarah. Like I get that it's different, Mm -hmm. but there is a problem because I don't know. I didn't think about it enough to like, I don't want to say anything to be mean. (laughs) No, I, I read something that said there's something called the 90, 99, one rule that says 
90% of people in the community are like doing great. It's like, like following the rules. Like the legit people. The legit people. 9% are, I can't remember what that percent is. And then nine. And then, and then the 1% is the fucked up one that's that's he uses it as a way to get and in. using yes all the other one I can't remember I'm gonna Google it right now. Well, it's while you do that, while you do that, uh-huh. I am yeah, going to talk goes. about <laughs> how freaking cute my earrings are. Thanks to Sus. oh yeah, talk about that. I will because I just ordered more, which I put on Instagram. I cannot wait to get those mood earrings. I mean, sure. I only oh, have mood one earring. Yes, like a mood ring, Stop but on your it. ear. I this, I love this. And I was like, sure, it'll always be black like my soul, but I still want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, how great would that be? Either be like, Sarah, do we need to have some take a deep breath right now? You're running a little hot. We should both wear them on taping days and see how yes. our moods differ. This is great. It's hilarious. Anyway, I love that. I love all their designs and just the earscape idea of like all your holes, not all your holes, all your ear Ah. holes, like having a theme. Like I got the country Western ones, but they have tons. Like I got the evil eye and. Oh, I got that one too. It's so cute. It's so cool. It's so pretty. I love their collections. They're just great. And they're great. I'm getting some for um, one of my Les's, her daughter. Because she loves earrings, and they're so cute for little girls, too, because they're little tiny yes. studs. And they are really good. More important than all this. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. look cute, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When you are a sensitive gal like me, mm-hmm. you cannot use just any old earring. Like, it's... I... Uh, my ears will turn green so fast. Yeah. My ears will get sensitive to anything in there that is not good for the skin. Maybe you have noticed my cute hiking pictures where I'm wearing full mic. Right, she can actually wear jewelry. It's yeah. so exciting. It's amazing. They look so cute all the time. Stay on. I love them. Super high quality. They have also piercing, um, you know, places, shops where you can go, and they don't use um, the guns. They use single-use needles, so it's like yes. fancy. But it's all very affordable. Right now, Studs is offering our listeners 20% off your first purchase. When you go to studs.com slash brain candy, go to studs.com slash brain candy for 20% off your first purchase. That's studs.com slash brain candy. Okay, so 99.1. So this was interesting because when I I heard this, I either read it somewhere or I heard it in a lecture given by somebody who was like a professor or something like an expert on like kink. And um, they used it in in a way that referred to like the kink community. But when I Google it, it says it's like almost um, like a participation rule in like the internet where it says 90% are lurkers, 9% are contributors, and 1% are creators. So it's almost the same it kind of rule. It can be applied in other places. It can be applied in that same way where 90% are lurkers or people who are just kind of like curious or checking it out. 9% are people who are actually doing this and like, you know, in a good way, in a safe way at home, like in the community. And 1% are the freaking you know, anomalies that are like him who are, are using it for like negative, like yeah, evil purposes. Yeah. Because Gloria Allred, she represents one of the accusers and she said 
BDSM is fine. Right. BDSM is legal. Rape right. is not. And there is yes. a difference. And you can revoke consent any time you want. Yes, you can. So anytime you want. That is important to emphasize. So yep. at any rate, it was so disturbing. I felt so bad for the women that he manipulated and abused. Oh, Used, really, abused, really and abandoned. This. That's what they said. Used, abused, and abandoned. And um, I do not think that he is sorry, which I guess is when you don't no. have a conscience, you're not. Well, that falls into the no empathy. How? How is that? I don't understand how people don't have any. This is... It, it's a good thing that you don't understand that people don't have any because when it pushes back on everything that that goes against your moral compass where it feels like I don't get I don't understand how how you can't have that thing that feels so human to me that is the is, defining thing about being human in my opinion yes that really reinf- should be a reflection of your level of empathy and like that's that and and how bad that is what he's doing well and more importantly, I think code. even though like the specifics of Army and his family are so disturbing, the more important thing is about how systems protect these people. Systems of power, systems of money. Yes, right. this is. It reminds me of Epstein. It reminds me of Weinstein. Face with Weinstein, it reminds me of um, the guy from the Jinx. Yeah, Robert Durst. Robert Durst. It reminds me of the guy from that Tickle movie that we watched. That creep, that creepy yes. guy who was the heir to a, a yeah. big wealthy New York law firm family. This is a thing. I feel like if you were to look at these individuals who are complete, like sociopaths, like really the the dark triad like yeah depraved yeah all of that and you compared and you looked at at like the income like distribution of wealth amongst those people that it billionaires and and millionaires would be disproportionately represented in that group which is like real i that i just think Right? Yeah, they can do so much more damage because yeah. people are. Other people don't have time to do that kind of <laughs> fucked up shit. Well, and they gotta work. There are a lot of people that suffer financially if these people go down. So you know, there's a there a lot of it, oh my gosh, and people give them the, the and yeah, let's keep this it, like the R. Kelly, like our, all this everything all that, that people just. Allow it to happen because, oh my God, it's so fucked up. And so far there have been no charges filed, filed, which is sort of evidence to what we're saying. Like they get away with everything. Yeah. Oh my God. Everything is messed up and backwards. So anyway, you should watch that. (laughs) Oh God. It was so disturbing. Um, okay. Let me move on. Um, Okay, the the other th- story. the other thing you have uh, people have to watch. You know how I love a sports doc. Love, 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 love. The same series that did Monte Teo 
Yes. It's, they have other stories. Untold. Yeah, untold. Yeah. And the, the, the third episode was about a referee who um, was accused of, like, calling the games so that he was betting on the games. Yes. And it was just so interesting. You would love it. Um, because basically why it's great is that he's not saying he didn't do it. He's saying, here's what the NBA does where like, they'll make a rule. Like we're going to really enforce like traveling, let's say. Yes. And you make sure you, when someone travels, you blow that whistle, but then Michael Jordan will travel. They'll blow the whistle and they'll go back in the locker room and they'll be like, what the fuck? You don't call it on Michael Jordan. Jordan, he's why people are right. here. He's our moneymaker. Right. right. Use that on the, the people nobody cares about. And so he's saying the, the NBA it's is real fixing the game too. Yes. Yes. That that refing is almost part yes. of the game itself. It's part it's another like it's like strategy. a strategy. Yes. yes. Like like and a third so, team that's playing this game. And like if they have playoffs and it's a seven seven game series. They want it to go to seven games. I've always said this. I said this, and I swear to God, my ex-husband said, you are, that they don't do that. That I was like, oh, Let's really? Let's do a podcast called oh, really? Things Landon How come got every time? Because it's always Aspen Food and Wine, always lined up with the NBA playoffs. And I would always have to sit there and watch it when I was, like, really hungover. After, like, <laughs> and so I had very little patience. And I'd be like, why are we still doing this? We know that this is fake. We know that this is this is obviously. Watch, I guarantee. I'd be like, this is going to go into game game. Like, I think if they can do it, they will. I love being right. Sometimes it probably isn't possible, but there are little things you can do to maybe cut Mm -hmm. some points, whatever. So that one is great. That they do that they're not even aware that they're doing because it happens subconsciously. Exactly. They, know, they all want because they're getting those messages, advertisers. If everybody's going wink, 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 then they are primed yes. to see or not see what they want to see. Fact. Fact. Come on. This is great. I can't wait to watch this. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, then, but the second episode is what I wanted to talk about because it was about this, um, like, basically an apparel company called And One that got really oh, yeah. big. You know And One? Yeah, I do. Oh, Basketball you know? line. Yeah. yeah. And they... 
you know, developed this merch and apparel and shoes. And the way that they were marketing it was like to make, they were working with street ball, like the real people in the streets that play basketball and learn all those like cool tricks. And they play different than they do like in real games. It's like all these, like it's performative, you know? Yes. Okay, so they put together this team of the best streetball players, and um, they went on tour. I remember this. Wasn't there a a like a video series like they came yes. out with too? Sarah, I remember how do you this. Know everything because I really wanted. I was into like I was really into hip hop culture. Hello. Yeah. I, this was like a neighbor next door neighbor of of that, and so like I think yes. Like, it was yeah. embracing of hip hop culture, street culture, street all culture, that, so. urban culture, black communities, and people that normally don't get any credit, basically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so anyway, they went on tour and they played all these cool games and they did all their cool tricks and everyone gets excited and it's so great. But like, here's why I want to talk about it with you. These guys that they were excited, they were on the road and they could stay in like really fancy hotels and stuff and they were having the time of their life and they were getting paid for it. But it is exactly like the challenge where uh-huh. you make $3 and you're psyched right? because I, you're just happy yeah. to be there. Right. And then the guys at the top are making so much. totally getting rich off of you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're vulnerable. What are you going to do? Go back to the Harlem and right. go back to wherever you were working or hustling or whatever right. you were doing. Yes. Like you have no choice. You have to just put up with things that aren't fair. And like, then they started like fighting with each other because you can't. Oh, because this is the same thing. The ants in the jar thing. Hello. This is, this is totally that. It's the challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should be mad at the powers that be, but instead we punch each other out at at 3 a.m. after a bottle of Jack Daniels, Brad. So... (laughs) Yep. Just I, at, at, for an example. <laughs> I just like, I loved the, the, the episode, but I really got into it at the end when I started putting the, put connecting those dots and being like, this is exactly what happens to people that go on well, reality TV. And this is what we say about the people who tend to be able to go on there. Exactly. Is one, you either have the funds Somebody's you you have the financial support, stability, whatever. Yes. To maintain your lifestyle once you leave, mm-hmm. that like somebody pays your rent, your family like you know pays for yeah. whatevs. Like you're supported. You have a big safety cushion, net. Yeah. Big safety net. Yeah. Or you have nothing. You to have lose. no safety net. You have nothing to lose. And go on this because this is going to be better than, you know, having to pay rent. Like, just hypothetically, split split rent between in a one bedroom apartment between you, your current girlfriend, her ex girlfriend, and her current girlfriend and their dog. Just hypothetically, right, right. You know, something Maybe like that. Some something like that. Yeah, <laughs> or you're slinging freaking Pecos peach drinks at Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon. And singing birthday songs with some little ditty. Yeah, just hypothetically. Hypothet- I mean, maybe. So um, it was very fun to watch, but it felt like even now, after like And yeah. One collapsed, it's like it was about the rise and yeah. fall of And One. 
But I, I feel like this is what MMA is. Oh. Yeah, I never thought about that. And the worst thing they did is they those fucking jerks at whoever they are. Uh, uh, I feel like, isn't this the same guy from the fucking Joe Rogan? Isn't this Joe Rogan shit too? He did Yes. That. Yeah. Um, they don't UFC. allow him to advertise. UFC. UFC. Yeah. That they don't allow, they, they did, they took away their ability to advertise on their own, like, own, oh, the, the, pl- making, the participants. Yes. That they're, they can't put logos on their shorts. Oh they can't advertise. God. They can't make any money. So the only people making money are the people who are. Well, that's what they do to us. We can't wear logos on the up? show. Yeah. Right? Isn't it? We can't even wear our own logo. We can't even make our own. Like shirt. we couldn't wear a brain candy on there. They would no, steal they would not it from let our me. bag. Yes. Right. It is insane. And even though. Dude. Like the, the company fell. I mean, they sold it. Those guys are doing fine. The owners, the creators. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they these, sold, they're doing just fine. And these players, like they show them what they show, what they do now. And it's just like, you know, right. they're back in the, the grind and it's, right. it's humiliating is what it feels it's like. So and people yeah. come up to them on the street, just like us. Right. Hey, remember when you talk about the glory days? Yeah. Anyway. It's embarrassing. It's, yeah. It's embarrassing. It's. And it's not fair. It's not fair because they're who built that. Yeah. And they were totally taken advantage of. And it would also you know. be super embarrassing if you did not have a backbone gaming system. Super. I mean, that would just be humiliating. So let me solve that problem for you guys. Um, have you heard about these? They basically allow you to turn your phone into a gaming system. Yeah. Clip it on. Right there. You can play everything that you want. Everything you want, console quality controls as you play, but you can just take it wherever you're going. Lincoln and Adam love mine. I'm not a gamer, so I just am enjoying their joy. Um, But if you know anyone that enjoys uh, video games, this is such a great gift. It is such a great thing if you enjoy video games. Um, Like it connects to, what is it? Remote play, like the Apple App Store, Mm -hmm. all the game. I mean... My favorite game in the whole entire world, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that was your favorite. Oh. I, I didn't know. The best game. I've beaten it and <laughs> reset the game and then tried beating it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Best game ever. Compatible. You go in the app store, get what you want, and you are all set with your backbone. Go to playbackbone.com. Slash brain candy now to order your backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. Not only is the game specifically optimized for backbone, but you will also receive 10 bucks off in in game perks. Find your adventure at playbackbone.com slash brain candy. What fun! Okay, so yeah, that one I hope you watch just so you can be like, yeah, Susie was right. That is Yeah, I really um, want to. I'm like itching for some documentary stuff. Okay. This is good. This is good. This, this is, is good. good. Um Okay. What do I want to share with you? This is how I felt last week. I'm like, oh, what? What? So many weird things. Okay, here's the next thing. This was in the Atlantic, and the title grabbed me because it was like spooky. Ooh. It was something about how, like, you've 
you've probably already seen yourself in your own memories. And I was like, what? I don't even know what, what that means, but I am in. You've probably <laughs> already seen yourself in your own memory. Yes. So it is exploring the concept. I do not understand it, but maybe you will. Do you have any memories, whether it's from childhood or, or even today, um, where it's not the first person you see yourself third person in the memory. I couldn't think of any where I was looking at myself, mm-hmm. but they said most people have at least some memories that are like that. I do, but I can point to pictures being the thing that helped me. So you think maybe it's oh, just... Oh, you know what? I do. I have one that stands out. Actually, you know what? Now that I say it, all of them are like this. Every memory that I have, not all of my memories, <laughs> okay. but every memory of this specific thing, my performances as a child. Sarah. Stop it. This is going to be crazy. No, because <laughs> I remember the talent show. I remember when oh I I raised my, when I told the teacher that I wanted to do my own little song and dance to that song from Beverly Hills 90210 soundtrack. <laughs> Those I remember my memories are of me watching myself. That's Tell me. crazy. What? Well, specifically, it was saying you're way more likely to have this phenomenon happen when you're performing in front of a crowd. Stop it. Yes. Stop it right <laughs> freaking now. No, 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 no. Yes. Because you. Susie, you bring... those are the only ones. Thank God I remembered that. This I is... can't believe it. I wish I could say the same, but I just was like, I don't think I have any, but you hit the nail on the head. They say that there's, because you're performing in front of a crowd, your brain starts to imagine what are they they thinking of me? Are they judging me? Do they like what they're seeing? (sighs) Do they think I'm great? Whatever, you know, like the feedback and you're worried, you know, and maybe embarrassed. uh, Isn't that crazy? This is all. See, Susie. No, (laughs) I didn't write it though. I can't take credit here. Well, I know, but this is just so crazy that like that is actually when I, the only memories that I have, like I am trying to, no, like this is super cool for me here today. (laughs) I couldn't have asked for more. This is why I talk about you all the time. She can talk about anything. I get why that. Yeah, it makes sense. Would that part happen? Yeah, yeah. Because you are so concerned of what others think. Yeah. Do I look like a doofus? And it's interesting that, like, with the photos, most of the time people are taking photos of you are when, when you're little. Events. In our generation, yes, is when you were performing. So that kind of matches yes. that. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So then- remember my embarrassing moment when my head got caught on the headscarf <laughs> yes. when I did the performance of yes. the Giving Tree against Amanda Bynes. All I remember is what the crowd sees that the crowd saw me get my head stuck on that scarf and do a ridiculous jerking motion. And that's what made me lose to Amanda Bynes in the fifth grade oratory. She's yeah. not being like metaphorical. It was literally Amanda no, Bynes. I'm being literal that it was Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Like, you know how, like, you'll call it, like, if they looked like Amanda, but no. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, and I was singing against Whitney Houston over here. No, 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 no. I was really performing against Amanda Bynes. Right. God, it's so funny. Okay. So, they were saying that this happens more often when you're embarrassed or when you're looking through an audience's eyes in the moment. Um, 
Okay. It's more likely for older memories and traumatic memories also. I don't know if that applies for you. Um, like what, getting your head stuck in a scarf performing well, for a minute. Yeah, worse, that was traumatic. But you've had worse real trauma than that. Yeah. And so I would, oh, I would. That's disassociating. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Getting out of your body. Yeah. Cause they say that when our brain accesses memories that are in the first person where we're yeah. th- seeing through our own eyeballs, it's more visceral. Like we, it's, uh, oh, and so our yes. body goes does or a brain does that thing where it makes it a third person thing so you can handle yeah. recalling it more and the other thing now i'm thinking of my memory when i had a big bicycle accident when i was a little kid i remember watch i can see myself watching myself have uh, not in it i can see myself was watching that when you Sarah. committed to not using the brakes that time yeah yeah and no no foot no feet no on feet, the pedals yeah big mistake <laughs> so stupid probably had a women's seat though Right. That little bike was called the Bahama Mama. So that was probably the closest. That was probably the most comfortable my vagina ever you was. You know how lucky Even though you I were. ended up in the hospital. <laughs> okay, so they did, they um, said one study that they did to like think about it was they asked a bunch of people, uh, do you like STEM, like science, technology, yes. engineering, math? And then you answer. And then they had people do an exercise in those fields that was either boring or really engaging and exciting. Um, Then they were asked afterwards to imagine or to describe it from either the first person or the third person, like think of it like one or the other. The people who were doing it in the first person um, said whether they liked it like based on the activity. So if they got a, a boring thing, they would say, that was boring. I didn't like it. But the, th- the people that were doing it from a third person would refer, would answer according to their initial answer to the question. So if they had earlier said, oh yeah, I love STEM, whether or not their thing was boring, they would say, oh, yep, I love STEM. Oh, so they're less in tune to the moment and they're more in tune with what they said earlier. Like, no, I like it or I don't like it, which is so weird to me. Interesting. It was, was it when they were asked or was it that they naturally spoke in either the first person or the third person? They were, were they prompted to, they were told to refer to this. Yeah. Okay. So I will in therapy when I'm, when I'm. Hmm. working with somebody doing like kind of parts work and I'll talk about a wise mind, you know, for there's a, we have a judgmental voice and we have a wise mind and we have the interesting thing that I have seen anecdotally and asked my supervisors about, and they've confirmed for me that, yep, this is totally a thing. When we are speaking from that intuitive wise mind place, it is always third person. You can do it. You're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. You've been through worse. You're, you can do it. You're like strong here. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. When we are being critical of ourselves yeah. and when we are speaking from the lower self, it it's is, like, I'm I am such an idiot. Yeah. I'm a loser. I'm a, that to me says that there's something intuitive that knows like a greater purpose right. that goes, 
I understand that this is a boring task, but I but still I love, love science. Yes. I love engineering, so I can put up with this. And that's a wise mind, big picture, like you see the perspective. Yes place versus a judgmental oh i hated doing that for this many yeah i was bored you are giving a microphone to the lower self and the higher self i think in each of those i think you're right i love this it's 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 i tell my clients this science is going to come out in like five to ten years i don't know what it is but trust me this is a thing and use that as a guide to know whether that voice is something to listen to or not listen to when it sounds like given that they're doing stuff like this they're really already on the way to the idea of perspective what you're describing where and it's empowering because you know you're not forced to see it one way or the other you can kind of choose yes like take yourself out of it if you want and you can it's you see the benefit to something that may feel meaningless. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing, I don't know, this, like drawing circles over and over, but I love art and yeah. I love ge- like, like, you know, mm-hmm. so I can represent, or I can, I can understand or, or appreciate that this is a smaller element of this bigger thing that I like. I have perspective to see that. Yeah. How cool. It is cool because it's very spiritual in a way, like very like, like, like your soul understanding versus your physical body. Calling shots. Yeah. Yeah. Who gets bored real fast. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like it can be freaky to know the weird ways that the brain is sort of like, um, what? Why are you doing it that way? But if you feel like you're in the driver's seat, then it's more empowering. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get some perspective on this. I'm going to think about yes. this from this. I'm going to think about this from a third person perspective. Yeah. Third, yeah, Yes. And there's clarity. There's reflection. There's insight in that from that vantage point. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. 
but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I meant to introduce... Ugh, what should I do? What are your thoughts? What, 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 I either... Hit me. Hit me. Well, I was going to put an interview at the end of this episode, but everyone likes to know ahead of time. Remember, they said I need to give them a heads up. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So yes, do yes, you yes. think I should save it? Well, now I want to know what the interview is. Well, it's my, it's like transformative. <gasps> so maybe I should save it. The interview. I should save it. Oh, you got to save that. Okay. We got to build that up, Suze. We got to talk about. Yeah, you're right. More things around that. That's okay. a whole, I can, I can, wait, come on. I alone can talk for at least 45 minutes on this subject. Okay. Well then. And I just will... how awesome it is for you to get the opportunity to talk to somebody who yeah. you feel this way about. Okay, that's what I'll do then. But maybe this, I'll use this opportunity to introduct, give an introduction to the yes. introduction, yes. which will come later. Where this I is say, an amuse bouche to the appetizer <laughs> to the main course. Yes, where James Burroughs, who is the director of uh, Friends and Will and Grace and taxi and cheers and about a million other shows that you love you love um but he was also the creator of cheers and i i'm not being hyperbolic when i say that i could i in some ways feel like he like saved my life you know what I mean? Got you through really difficult times. Yeah, and we, everybody has Susie. Yes. I know people can relate to this. Yes, because for me, it's Toy Story. I yeah. would break down if that. Everybody has that one thing. Yeah, that it's not even about the thing. Yeah, it's about how it that supported you. you during a time that that nothing else provided you the same comfort. And entertainment can be that. It makes me want to tear up. Yeah. It like it I can tell it brings you emotion. Oh, like so much. that is such a beautiful uh healing thing. That is exactly what the arts and entertainment was designed for. Yeah, and I think people like to poo-poo pop culture because no. right. you know yeah. there's a lot of frivolity and silliness. But it's also what we consume more than anything. And right. so it can be a really powerful, um, he would, he calls it like your pacifier. Like he says, people always uh, hate. One fucking hundred percent <laughs> Toy Story is my pacifier. I will never give it up till the day I die. <laughs> the end. I get it. And cheers is yours. That's how it yes. is. Yes. And, and. Like he says that people always hate the finale of a series, no matter how good it is. They always are mad about it because you're taking away their pacifier. And so there's nothing they could do really to make it okay. What they should do is they should do like what, you know, parents are like swap it out and like switch (laughs) off or like another thing. Like they need to, they need to do the finale, but then right after the finale, they do the first episode again. Yeah, that well, or that's what a spinoff is, like Frasier. Frasier was a yeah. spinoff oh, of Cheers. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, but yes, we got oh, this. I love Frasier. But, but we got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Everything's okay. And yes. he and he directed Frasier. And so good. I mean, he they had a special for him on NBC a few years ago where just it was just a tribute to James Burroughs. And it oh was like, God. here's the cast of Taxi. Here's the cast of Friends. Here's the cast of Cheers. All these shows, Will and Grace, and it's like this one guy Amazing. did this. So I wanted to get inside his brain, and he had a book that 
was out and I thought, this is my only chance. I've been trying to get this interview for seven years. Whoa! But when he had a book come out, I thought, you go to the publisher. Because yes. the publisher wants to sell books real bad. And we got a book club. And <laughs> yeah, like, come on. We love So anyway, that's yep. how we got it. But anyway, I will... I will include that in a future episode. So consider yourself warned. Warned. Um, and let's wind well, it I'm down. So excited. Thank you for so allowing excited. me to like start the process yes. of introducing. I'm here. Because I said to Adam, um, the day the day you thought I had done it, you said like, how'd your yeah. interview go? And I was like, she doesn't get it. Because if Sarah had interviewed like Beyonce, right. I would not I would just be it. like, How'd your interview go? I'd be like, oh. are you okay? Because no, James Burroughs isn't as important to everyone else. So it's hard yeah. for them to believe that I would feel the same about you and Beyonce or something. Right. But I, I do. I, I see. I see. She's learned. Anyway. I'm, I'm, okay. I've learned. How about how um, Army Hammer's a cannibal? Oh, wait. Let me tell oh. you one funny thing. Okay, okay, okay. Gretchen, Gretchen was telling her husband about the Army Hammer documentary, and she was telling yeah. him all about it, the cannibal, all of it. Yeah. yeah. And her husband, after listening for a really long time, her husband goes, I can't believe all that happened to MC Hammer. No! Stop! <laughs> he and I should never, ever play on the same team in a Pictionary game <laughs> or anything like that, or like categories or anything like that. Because between MC Hammer and, and Ted Bundy, Al Bundy, we're, <laughs> we would so fail. funny when that happens. Because she was like, yeah, MC Hammer's a yeah, cannibal MC man. Hammer <laughs> is doing that. Him and his parachute pants are just <laughs> eating up ladies all over the place. Just... That's so funny. Okay. Anyway. What time is dinner? Hammer time. <laughs> it's so stupid. So okay. Dumb. So anyway, BDSM, they're not all cannibals. Um, then what else? Oh, the referee documentary is great on us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and one. And one. Susie's like a big fan of sports docs, but hates sports. Do you ever watch, but like for real, do you ever watch, um, uh, no, it's not sports. It's, it's Hard Knocks. No. You should watch it. Why? I think you like it. Is this scripted, I though? I love it. No. Oh. It's reality, and it's the preseason, and here's what you start with. You start with, oh, my God, what is it? Who was it? Oh, my gosh. I think it was maybe the Raider. The Raiders, or maybe, like, the year before that, but it is the preseason for one NFL team. Now I think they picked two, but it's, and they have to make a significant amount of cuts. So oh. these are all the kids like before they get cut. Then you like see all the behind the scenes. It, Susie, it is my favorite thing about football wow. season. And every guy I date thinks that I <laughs> You're love be football super because <laughs> I fucking right. love, they're like, you love hard knocks. I'm like, never missed an episode. In fact, I watch every season twice. This is not about football. This is about the human experience. Exactly right, and Sarah. It is so beautiful. That's and right. what's really fascinating are the wives of the coaches. There's the one I really want you to see is I can't remember what coach it is, but he has a special needs child and he, the way that, that him and his wife work together is great. Like he's, he, it's really, he's a wonderful man. And you just see that brought to the football team. Okay. This sounds like I'd how, be into it. 
You would be very this does into not it. Sound it's like HBO Interstellar at all. It, not at all. No, we no. Oh, it's we HBO. Will, yes, we okay. Will be in the middle. It's HBO. Okay. And I'm gonna dive in and start like a few seasons back because who cares about the football season? That's not the important part. It's about the human story. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna it. find which one it is and I'm gonna send it to you and tell okay. you which one to start with because you'll love it. And then Amanda Bynes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> beat Sarah. Your memories from. Yes. Think about that. Everybody now, I would love to hear from you guys what your, those first memories are. And if you have like the, the, the photos to, to match too, because a lot of them do like, that's fun. And I love when, when our listeners tag us in their photos and in stuff. And you even wonder like, do I remember this or do I just have the picture or stories Of, of that? Or not. Right. It's interesting. It really is. Okay. We gotta go. Good episode, Sarah. Good. You too. You too, Sarah. Good job, everybody. (laughs) See you next time. We'll see you next time.